Good morning. I'm teaching a one-week intensive on the class, Diaspora, Migration and Mission. And as you know, diaspora refers to the people on the move, which particularly relates to me in relation to my being here in Canada. My family and I were sent by God four years ago in order to plant a church here in Toronto. And our church at this time has 50 church plants in the Philippines, and I was tasked by our senior pastor to work with four of them. And so after 10 years of planting churches and being in charge of one main church, he told me, why don't you start the first church outside of the Philippines? And one of the lessons I've learned in my Christian walk and ministry is that every time God prepares me, he surprises me. And so it's a surprise to me because I know how to minister to Filipinos in the Philippines, but I don't know how to minister outside of the Philippines. So don't worry, you will learn, he said. And so that surprised me. And yet by faith, my family and I came here four years ago. And I'd like to share with you in the next few minutes four lessons that I've learned in our journey in planting churches here in Canada. And these passages that helped me learn these four lessons are very ordinary passages, but to me meant more. Actually, I've known them for a while, but they have more relevance to me now that I'm in Toronto. And this relates to four great passages. The first one talks about God's passion. And, and this, for me, means a lot because I discovered that the passion of God is not just for Filipinos, not just for Canadians, but God's passion includes all nations. And as we see in the Great Commission passage, and let me just quickly read for us that passage quickly, when Jesus says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, he then says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end or the very end of the age. The concept of the all-encompassing nature of the Great Commission really struck me, that it is because of Jesus' all-authority. It is because his passion for the world is really all nations and that we are to be involved in doing all things that, that Jesus commanded us and that the promise goes along with that commission that he will be with us all the time if we are involved in it. Now, it means more to me now than any other time in my life because I was surprised when I was picked up the air, at the airport four years ago that the person who picked me up, said, Pastor, you cannot start a Filipino church in Toronto. And again, when God prepares me, he surprises me. It's a big surprise because that's the only thing I know how to do, to start a Filipino church. But he said, Pastor, it doesn't make sense to start a Filipino church in the most multicultural city of the world. And so I said, that's trouble to me. I came all the way here, halfway around the world, I've been a pastor for 10 years doing the same thing, and you're telling me I can't do the same thing that I know? He said, Pastor, yes. And so I felt like a new pastor all over again. But when I look at this passage, it tells me that God 
calls me to reach the whole nation, all the nations. And so this means more to me, especially in the first three months as I was observing how, how do we understand the situations, the culture, and the people here in Toronto. So after three months of observing and seeing what's happening here, I had our first vision casting prayer retreat with our people, and I told them three statements. And I'd like to read to you what I told them. The first thing I told them is that we are all placed in Toronto by God's providence, that God is the one who brought us to Canada, whatever be our motivation or motive in coming here. His sovereign hand took us from the Philippines and placed us in Toronto. It is his idea for you and me, for your family and for my family, to be here where we are right now. I need to make sense of why God placed me here. And his sovereign providential hand helped me understand that. The second thing I told them is that we will not be a Filipino church in Toronto. After three months, I realized that statement told me at the beginning of my stay here is true. And so I told them, though all, almost all of us who currently attend and serve in this church are Filipinos by ethnic background, our church is not envisioned to be a Filipino church. Being an intercultural church in the most cosmopolitan city in the world means that we are to reach out to the different peoples found in Toronto and beyond. Again, we are not a Filipino church ministering in Canada. Rather, we are a Canadian church that is a church sensitive to the effective ways that Canadians can be brought to Christ, ministering to the various ethnic groups that God brings our way. I also emphasized to that group four years ago this important note. I'm not saying that we lose our being Filipino in order to be a Canadian church. What I'm saying is that we can use our being Filipino to reach other Filipino Canadians and other Canadians from different backgrounds. To do that, we need the wisdom of God to reach out to them in creative ways. I did not know what I was talking about. <laughs> and yet, God placed it in my heart to be part in including all nations in what God asked us to do. And so by the grace of God, he allowed me to to meet Robert Cousins, the director of the Tim Center here at Tyndale. And so he has journeyed with us over the past two years how to be intentionally intercultural. We are far from being one, but at least our leaders have already owned that vision to be understanding that the passion of God includes all nations. The second great passage that means more to me now than any other time in my life is what I call the great progression passage. We find that in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. And as you can see in, on the screen and as I read in the text, in chapter 1, verse 8 of Acts, it says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Now, I call this the process of progress. If I really want to be involved in seeing God progress, progress what we are doing, I'd like for us to see that the plan of God invites all nations. I like the progression from Jerusalem to Judea and Samaria and the ends of the earth. We're talking here first about local area that we need to be ministering, our Jerusalem, and then our Judea and Samaria, our distant area, and also in relation to our ends of the earth, a remote area. And so it can refer to a geographic area, or it can also mean an ethnic progression. 
it can refer to the Jerusalem setting of the Jews being there, the Samaria setting of half Jews and half Gentiles being there, and the ends of the earth referring to Gentiles. It can also refer to our context where we are in the Jerusalem same people group we are with in relation to our Samaria, people who are similar, although different in some ways, and then the people who are at ends of the earth, people who are totally different from who we are. And so this means more to me because when we were asking, Lord, you have a passion to include all nations, but how are we going to invite all nations? So our leadership came up with what we call the, our church triple vision, that we need to have our own Jerusalem, our own Judea and Samaria, and our own ends of the earth. And so we said, in a strategic way, how can we trust God for this in the next seven years? So we said in the next seven years, we are trusting God for seven satellites, which we call church plants. Uh, the church plants we call satellites. So seven years, seven satellites in four provinces in, in Canada. And so for our Jerusalem, our church in Toronto will be our Jerusalem. Our church is called Green Hills Christian Fellowship, or just GCF. And so GCF Toronto is our Jerusalem. GCF Peel is our Judea and Samaria. And in our context here, our ends of the earth is GCF Vancouver. That's already very far from us. And so the, the desire is, if we are to invite all nations, we'd like to go where people are going and not expecting people to come where we are. And so we ask them, if you are going to have your own satellite, that you also have your own triple vision. So for the triple vision of GCF Peel in Mississauga, Jerusalem will be GCF Peel. Your Judea and Samaria will be GCF York. And in light of your context, your ends of the earth is GCF Winnipeg. And then if there is GCF Vancouver, that's your Jerusalem. GCF Surrey will be your Judea and Samaria. And GCF Calgary will be your ends of the earth. And by the grace of God, God is true to what he really plans in inviting all nations. In the past four years, we have five of those churches launched already. 2007 in Toronto, 2008 in Peel, 2010 of May in Vancouver, also in May 2010 in Calgary, and June of this year in York. We are trusting God for a sixth one to be launched in Winnipeg, October of this year. When, when we take seriously God's passion in his plan, God really invites all nations. And so we are excited about that. But what we are ex more excited about, it's not just having new churches around. Oh, by the way, our desire is that by God's grace, we will have after seven years of triple vision by city, we're trusting God to have triple vision by country. So GCF Canada can be our Jerusalem. The GCF US can be our Judea and Samaria. And GCF Australia can be our ends of the earth. It's a dream. Anyway, it's free. And so we trust in God, Lord, is this really what you want us to do after the first seven-year cycle? But more than just having more churches, is how, O oh Lord, can we be actively involved intentionally in inviting all nations? So part of our value system will have to be the 3M, that we will be missional. By that, it means we'll be intentional in going where people are and intentionally in adding value to the community where we are. And second, that we will be metropolitan. By that, we mean we go where people flock, at the urban centers, at the gateway cities, at the 
uh, the cities. And so the third will be we will be intentionally multicultural. It means we begin with Filipinos and we ask Filipinos to reach other groups. So we become missional, metropolitan, and multicultural. We don't know what we're talking about. But we trust God that he will show us how to do it. And with the help of, of Robert coming alongside us, and we've started ministering to international students because in, in Toronto, we, we are located at the Centennial College Residence and Conference Center. So out of the 400 residents, our resident students there, 100 are international students. And so we've started developing relationship to them. And we understood that the best way to start relationships with other groups is through the language of food. We brought food to the international students on Thanksgiving Day, on Christmas, on Family Day, on Easter. And as a result of that, they like coming back. And so the, the community life director told us, you know, of all the activities we had in residence, one of the things that th had most attendance and most good rating was what you did to the international students. So she said, can you start planning our year with international students with you as part of our community? And so we said yes. And so they're excited. And part of the community we also see across that residence is, is the Tuxedo Court, which is a high-need area identified by the city of Toronto. So we have started ways to connect with them. And what is the best way to connect with people in our community? Through the language of food. And so at, at the after Canada Day celebration, we went to their party room, and, and out of the residents who were there, 43 came. And 23 of them are from South Asia. We brought food from South Asia, and others, the Chinese, the Filipinos also came. There were some uh, other people who came, and, and we... we sang for them, we danced for them, we gave them food. At the end of the program, we had raffle prizes for them, and they enjoyed it and say, come back. So we said, what shall we do next? And so they told us, okay, it's summer. You go provide barbecue in front of their apartment. So we're doing that by the end of August. So, so things like this we're learning slowly. And we're understanding that it is indeed God's plan for us to invite all nations. And the third great passage that ministers to me is not just the Great Commission, the Great Progression. I call this the Great Celebration. And there will be a party. There will be a lot of grand partying in the future because God's party involves all nations. In Revelation chapter 7, I, I enjoy looking forward to having this with you and with people here in Toronto and Canada and the rest of the world. When it says in verse 9, After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation. God's design, even until the end of time, is for every nation. And it says here, Every nation, tribe, people, and language standing before the throne and in front of the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branch branches in their hands. And they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. That great party excites me because it tells me that our efforts to reach Filipino Canadians and other Canadian of different groups make sense because there will be a great party when peoples of all nations 
of all tribes, of all tongues, will be celebrating and having that great time of saying, great is the Lord. So my encouragement to all of us is whatever your ministry is today, would you please include all nations? And whatever ministry you are preparing for in the future, my appeal to you is, would you include all nations? It may mean starting with one, as we are starting with Filipinos. But please, don't stop with where you are. From where you are, involve those called all nations. Would you pray with me? Father, what a joy to know that you are the God of all nations. That you're the God who have called us to yourself from all nations so that we can understand the all authority of Jesus. That we may understand that your passion is for all nations and that you call us to obey all the commandments of Jesus and that you promise that you will be with us all the time. Our prayer is that we may know what that means every day. Thank you that you want us to begin with our Jerusalem, our Judea and Samaria next, and the ends of the earth as well. Would you widen our vision of you that we may see what we do not see yet? We also look forward to that great day when we will celebrate with you and all the nations, declaring that salvation belongs to our God, to you who sit on the throne, and to the Lamb. It is in the precious name of Jesus, our Master, our Lover of Soul, we pray. Amen.